I'm Michelle, certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. And I'm Marissa, and I'm a certified nutrition coach and group fitness instructor. And this is the Strong and Simple Podcast. We're tackling the latest fads, trends, and hot topics in the nutrition, wellness, and fitness industries using science and conversation to bust myths and give you the information you need to navigate the bullshit. Tune in for your twice a week truth bombs every Tuesday and Friday. We, Michelle Farrell and Marissa Zabo of the Strong and Simple Podcast, reside on Pawtucket land. We acknowledge the land and the Pawtucket people, as well as the land and the people of the many Native nations of whom the land belongs. To respect and honor them and their land, as well as to be mindful of the harm colonialism has and continues to do on the Indigenous people of the United States and the world. This land acknowledgement is our commitment to support Indigenous peoples and their voices in the struggle against systemic oppression and for human rights, as well as to push against the cancelling and erasure of their history, their stories, their culture, and their present. We encourage you to visit native-land.ca to discover whose land you are residing on, as well as ways to support Indigenous folks. Hello friends, it's Michelle from the Strong and Simple Podcast and today I want to talk to you about finding the nuance in just listen to your body when you are having those days of should I take a rest day or should I push through? Because listen, we all have those days when we feel tired We feel kind of blah, maybe work was really stressful. Maybe, um, you know, your kiddos are driving you bananas or a friend or a partner, right? And um, like, you're like, oh, I know the workout will probably make me feel good, but I also feel good right now in this moment laying on the couch, right? Um, And it can be, So just like we've talked a lot several times on this podcast, there can be this polarization in the fitness industry of um, push through it, do the thing. If you don't do it, like you're not going to reach your goals. You need to stick to your program, compliance, blah, 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 right? That like kind of, I mean, kind of, I mean, really toxic, never miss a Monday, no excuses kind of fitness culture. And then you have on the other side, this um, move when you want to idea. And that idea, I really feel, and if you go back to the episode with the non-diet trainer um, with Barb, and I'll link that episode in the show notes, this idea of joyful movement And that has been kind of bastardized by the proponents of do the work all the time, grind, 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 as like, you're just doing nothing. You're, you know, kind of in the same way that the diet industry makes intuitive eating sound. Like if you are not if you're following intuitive eating and you're not giving yourself some rigid rules, you must just be eating 
only cupcakes, cakes, cookies, Cheez-Its, Tostitos, and you're never eating vegetables, right? And like the truth is, is there's actually this sweet spot. There's actually this nuance in this whole conversation with both nutrition and with fitness. So there's this place where if you are trying to say, I just, I, I, should I take a rest day today? And a coach or a trainer, or a group fitness instructor, or somebody on Instagram, whatever, is just like, just listen to your body. It's going to tell you exactly what you need. And I mean, that's simple enough. It sounds simple enough and it sounds lovely, but we are in general, all of us very disconnected from what our body is trying to tell us. And a lot of that is because of the toxicity and the toxic messages of the fitness industry and the diet industry, giving us those messages of no pain, no gain, never miss a Monday, no excuses. And very often, almost all of us have had an experience where we've been scolded like children (laughs) by coaches for not being quote unquote compliant and my loathing of the word compliance in relation to how we coach folks is for a whole other podcast, but we're often scolded for not being all in and there's no discussion or examination of how being all in is actually impacting our bodies and our minds and how that might not actually even be in line with our goals, our lives, and the signals our body is telling us, okay? Um, and, you know, so many signals from that we've had marketed towards us most of our lives has us learning how to ignore, actively ignore signals our body is giving us on, on whether we need to eat and or move, okay? And in this conversation, I want us to be thinking about consistency as not being all or nothing, right? And if you have strength goals, endurance goals, skill goals, you do need to be implementing and taking action and practicing consistently in order to reach those goals. This does not mean that if you skip a day, everything is over. Uh, Throw in the towel, it's all over, you're terrible, call up the shame monster. I don't know, do you watch Big Mouth? (laughs) Right, like it is not all or nothing. Movement and fitness and how it aligns with our lives is super nuanced. It's not as simple as just do it. And it's not as simple as just don't do it. It's just really not. And this is where having a coach who is not in that camp of just do it, report to me your compliance, X, Y, Z, you didn't do what I told you, I can't work with you. And unfortunately, this actually happens a lot in our industry. And I'm very sorry if that has happened to you. All right, so what you wanna look for as a coach who will get curious with you and work with you for solutions on how to make training sessions work for you on busy work weeks, 
or busy family weeks. We'll offer alternate movements when your energy is low or if you're in a chronic pain flare up. You wanna find a coach who is gonna work with you to create a plan that helps lead to consistency and therefore most likely success by finding the right blend of doableness and challenge, okay? So what if you don't have a coach and you're not ready to work with a coach? That's cool. Lots of people don't and lots of people who don't are successful, right? So what you can do when you're having those days, should I take a rest day? Should I push through it? I want you to start by taking a body and mind scan, okay? And I want you to ask yourself some checking questions as you scan from head to toe, you're gonna close your eyes. You're just gonna scan from the crown to your tippy toes and ask yourself some questions to check in. Some sample questions, and this is not the end all be all list, right? And some of them are gonna be very unique to you. If you're feeling like you don't necessarily want to train, ask yourself, what is your hunger level? What is your energy level? How was your nutrition today? How was your nutrition yesterday? How did you sleep? How have you been sleeping? If you menstruate, where are you in your cycle? Are you experiencing perimenopause or menopause transition? How is this impacting you today? Are you having a chronic pain flare up? Or is there a new ache in your body cropping up? Are you sniffly or have a tummy ache? Do you have a fever? If you have a fever, you should not be working out. Okay, rest your body. Are you nervous or scared of trying a new skill or possibly failing at a new skill or potentially not reaching a uh, PR, a personal record or a personal best that has you kind of holding back, right? As human beings, we can be fearful of trying something new or um, attempting a new skill that might give us some anxiety. So as you're doing that body scan, is that something that you might be feeling in this moment? And after you do the scan, thinking about that, oftentimes listening to your body when you're deciding whether or not to take a rest day isn't even about doing it or not doing it. Things are most often not all or nothing, black or white, but actually somewhere in the middle. Yeah, somewhere in the middle, all right? So maybe a shortened training session is what's called for on that day. Or perhaps a yoga or mobility session instead of a strength session for a new deadlift PR. Maybe you actually do the same workout that is programmed for you that day but maybe you do some variations of the exercises or you use lighter weight that day or you do less rounds, right? Or maybe once you start the warm-up and you get moving, you find that you have the most bestest, strongest fucking session ever and you're like on top of the world 
Because to be honest, most of the days that I'm like, I just want to like sit on the couch or like now that the weather is getting nice, I just want to like lay on the deck, read a book. I don't want to go out and work out. If I make kind of the deal with myself to just go and do the warm up, once I start moving, I actually want to keep going. And I give myself permission in those moments that if I don't feel like continuing, that it's okay to not continue. We're adults, okay? Um, and this does take practice because there's oftentimes years and years and years and years and years of unlearning those toxic habits and ingrained messages of pushing ourselves and grinding ourselves and no excuses, okay? So again, oftentimes starting that training session with the warm up, and then redoing the body mind scan helps us discover new information about how we're feeling in that moment. And that's gonna help us better understand our next steps, okay? So for example, Here's an example of a session a couple months ago um, where, and I actually spoke about this on like a, an Instagram story afterwards, um, that I had, um, I was feeling really lethargic from a super busy, emotionally draining day at work. And if you are an educator or and I know lots of careers are draining and stressful, but if you work in education and you're working with students and staff and parents and caregivers and guardians and administration, you can be on such a roller coaster of emotions over the course of a day that so many different things can happen and making so many decisions, you can, it's exhausting. Okay. And so if you're an educator, I'm sure you totally understand what I'm saying. And if you're not an educator, maybe, and I'm sure there are plenty of careers where this is similar. I can't speak to that. Right. I digress. So I was feeling very tired. I was feeling very stressed, just totally drained. And I decided I was going to start my warm up. I did feel I think if I remember correctly, I hadn't moved, like worked out in a few days. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to start my warm up and then I'm going to work from the floor up. Being on the floor helps our nervous system feel really safe and can have a calming effect. So I started on the floor. I put on some fun songs and I started with like really slow, steady movements, such as bridges, some dead bugs. I did some mobility work with open book. And then I slowly worked my way up to standing. I'm starting to feel warmer in my body. I'm starting to feel more connected to my body. I'm starting to feel more energetic from my playlist that I had on. And then I decided to move into the first superset of the session. And then I continuously checked in, okay? So during my warm up, I was checking in. I noticed I was feeling more warm in my body. I noticed that I was feeling more energetic, right? Moved into the next superset. I asked myself, am I grinding my overhead presses that usually feel doable? Maybe that means I don't have a lot of energy for this weight today. Um, does adjusting the weight for these make more of an appropriate challenge point for this day? 
or maybe the presses feel incredible and it's time to experiment with a heavy weight and so on. So mini check-ins like this throughout your workout on low energy, tired, stressful, low motivation days um, can give you a lot of information and it can make a huge difference throughout all of your training sessions. And the more you practice this, the, the less clunky and the more natural it feels. It doesn't have to be this long drawn out, like every movement you make has to have an over analysis because that's also not super helpful. Um, but that was drawn out as an example of some of the thoughts that I was having in my head. Because the thing about dropping down to a, um, a lighter load, we oftentimes think that well, I'm now using, you know, this particular weight to do this movement, I should always be going up, 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 up. And that's just not true. Because based on your sleep, your stress levels, your nutrition, um, where you are in your cycle, all of these things are going to play a role in what translates in your, your, your sessions. Okay. So if you didn't find the one right answer or solution here for how to listen to your body when you're trying to decide to take a rest day or to do your workout, that's because there is no absolute. There isn't. And your body is unique and always changing by getting curious, exploring your relationship to movement, you are going to find yourself becoming more in tune with the signals your body is sending you. And usually it's not an all or nothing solution. So I'm sure that this may have left you <laughs> with more questions than answers. And that's kind of by design because I want you to feel autonomous in your fitness journey to have guidance from folks that you learn from and that you work with. But ultimately, you do know your body best. And by utilizing some of these strategies, like the mind-body scan, you will get better with practice at kind of knowing that. And to be honest, for most of us, missing a training session is not that serious. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at code. Uh, I just almost gave you the wrong email. <laughs> reach out to us at strongandsimplepodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on our website at strongandsimplepodcast.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you have a friend who you think would find something valuable in this episode, we always appreciate you sharing and liking and um, that helps our messaging connect with more folks. So thank you all for being here today and for connecting with us. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. And until next time. This has been an episode of the Strong and Simple podcast. If you'd like to learn more about any of the topics we've discussed or about any of our guests, 
please make sure that you visit us on Instagram at strong and simple podcast. And if there's ever any topics, questions, concerns, anything that you would like to suggest to us, please feel free to email us at strong and simple podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. content of this podcast represents the views and opinions of Michelle Farrell, Marissa Zabo, and their guests, and is not intended to be individualized advice or recommendations. Nothing in this episode is to be construed as medical advice or to substitute for individualized fitness or nutrition advice. Always consult with the appropriate professional for your own needs.